Welcome to another episode of Adding Up, the podcast. I'm your host, Serena.Ryan, and I am sharing my journey to become debt-free, to help as many people as I can understand my challenges, not feel so alone, and if you are feeling like you already know numbers, and especially you're in the business of helping people as an accounting professional, this podcast is about you understanding people like myself, so you're able to help them better. I'm closing the gap between what we think we know about money challenges and what we really should know and hearing it from someone going through it. And on that note, I also am taking questions from those listening who are challenged. And if I can't answer the question through my experience, I want to make sure I can get an expert on to help you and help me too get our, get our mind around our numbers. When we unlock the potential of our numbers for our life and the life we truly want, we are able to have the freedom of choice to live how we choose to. And I find that liberating and exciting. Today, I am wanting to talk about a phone call I got this week. And it was my bank, who I have my home loan with. They called and I was initially like, oh, why are they calling? It's very rarely it's ever good news or being proactive. I didn't actually take the call because I didn't realise who they were. They left voicemail and I listened to the voicemail. When I heard it, it didn't sound good or bad, but rather it was our lovely personal banker to say, give me a call back when you have the opportunity. So I did so. I made sure I did that. And it's interesting, a former me, someone who maybe 18 months prior would not have picked up the phone and called. For no other reason, I was like an ostrich, really, with my head in the sand. I didn't really want to talk about my numbers. I was always in a heightened state of stress uh, around money and around any potential conversations around it. And I pretty much ignored what we had going on for us. And it's interesting, over the years, I've been asked at different times, oh, do you know what your current interest rate is? And I would have no idea. And that wasn't just related to the home loan, that was related to car loan, credit cards, personal loan, business loan, any form of loan that had an interest rate attached to it, I couldn't tell you what I was paying. Didn't understand what comparison rates were. I was really a lender's dream because not only did I not know what the interest rates were, I would make enough of an investigation when it came to taking on a loan that I could afford to make a payment. 
Now, making a payment and making minimum repayments is very different to paying out a loan. And I made sure I could service the debt. So that was never my issue. But when it comes to being hmm, proactive myself about my debt, it just wasn't something that was on my radar. I had other things to worry about and really didn't connect that strongly with my numbers. So getting back to it, me being on my debt-free journey since October 2018, I have been a lot more assertive. And interestingly enough, I was like, well, I'm just going to call a straight back. Not think too hard about it. Let's call. Let's tackle this head on. Whatever she's got to say, let's get it sorted. Called her. And what she had to say was, oh, Serena, this is Ryan. So lovely of you to call me back. And she sounded quite shocked that I actually called her back. And I was like, wow, that in itself was interesting. Yeah, you're one of 10 people I've called and you're the only one to call me back. I was like, wow, <laughs> interesting. Now, maybe I'm not the only one with my head in the sand at different points in my life when it comes to my money. And where we went from there is she goes, oh, well, why I was calling is the fixed term on your home loan is up on the 21st of September. And now, on the inside, I was doing the happy dance because I was like, wow, I didn't know what the date was, but now that I have the date, that's exciting. See, when we actually did a stock take, my husband and I did a stock take of our finances, I thought, wow, we haven't really got any wriggle room or ability to move when it comes to our home line at the moment because we split it and we've got a portion of it as fixed. And fix, they're pretty difficult to transfer to other banks. And currently the interest rates in Australia, they seem to be on a bit of a downward turn, which is positive, which means there's a lot of competition out there in the marketplace to actually get your loan, keep your loan and get a good rate. I thought, well, we've got no negotiation wriggle room at the moment while we've got this fixed term. So knowing that the fixed term was coming up, that excited me no end. So I'm like, fantastic. So, leads me back to what she said to me. And she goes, well, Marina, what I'd love to do is make an appointment time right now for when you come in and we can get the uh, paperwork organized for you and we can sign it and get you into your next fixed term. I went, wow, there wasn't even a, would you like to? It was very efficient. Let's lock you in for your next fixed term. I thought, hmm, okay. Well, I love that she wants to take initiative with this. I'm going to take this as a positive. Absolutely, I want to book in the appointment. So we've locked the time in, which is great. And that's still, it's a, just over a month away. Okay. I'm like, right, hang up the phone. Now it's time to do my homework. Instantly, I've gone to have a look at, we have, um, we've actually got accounts with other banks. 
So it makes sense that I go and check out what is available in the marketplace. I want to go and get a couple of different ideas. And I just by even doing five minutes Googling, I was able to see what the rates were. Then I realized at, at the competitors, might I add, well, what's the point of looking at the competitors when I've got no idea what my current interest rate is? That's a bit awkward. I hmm, had a bit of a think and then went, oh, hang on a minute. I have internet banking. Maybe they keep the details of the interest rate on the bank account for those loans. And I'm kind of a bit embarrassed and surprised I hadn't actually thought of that before. So I logged in and lo and behold, there were my current interest rates on my loans in my internet banking. It amazes me how easy it was for me to get that and I previously had no idea. And it's not to say that I hadn't signed paperwork with interest rates on and I get monthly statements with it on, apparently, now that I've investigated, but I had not been paying attention. And I've referred to it in previous episodes of this podcast. When it came to my debt, I was asleep at the wheel. And it's embarrassing, but at the same time, if I was really that embarrassed, I wouldn't be recording a podcast about it. So you've got to laugh, right? <laughs> it's okay. I'm talking about this because I'm thinking if you're sitting there feeling embarrassed about your debt and going, really? Mm. It is not something that I'm proud of, but rather I'm sharing it so that others don't feel alone about it. It is so important to understand what our numbers mean. And even a change in interest rate can mean money that stays in your bank account. This is something that's so powerful for me to be reminded of as well. It comes back to something that the lovely Effie Zahos was quoted in a podcast interview she did uh, with was it Pocket Money. Pocket Money is the podcast. And when she did that interview, she referred to Paul Clitheroe and he was a her, one of her first bosses in money, uh, Effie Zahos is the editor of Money Magazine here in Australia. And um, Paul Clitheroe is a money expert. And the number one tip he gave her was it's not about how much money you make, it's how much money you save. And oh my goodness, even now as I'm sitting here talking about interest rates, and I, yeah, I'm referring to my home loan, but it's relevant to every single loan you have, like know your interest rate and a change in interest rate by just a couple of percentage points can mean money that stays in your bank account that doesn't get paid out to someone else unnecessarily. And that to me is powerful. So I'm on a mission to get a better interest rate. So first step is I logged into my internet banking. I found out my interest rates on the home loan, on the fixed and the variable that I currently have. Went right. With that, I'm now going to go back to the other banks that we do have accounts with. And the reason I go initially to banks we have accounts with is that here in Australia, and I'm sure it's similar elsewhere in the world, 
you have to get identity reference checking and there's a few hoops you have to jump through to create a bank account. So if you already have all that security stuff done at a banking institution, it's much easier to get a loan there. And it's much easier if you're changing institutions to be able to transfer across if they've already got your details. And saying that, it's not impossible to go to a bank you've never been at. Just be prepared to supply a lot of documentation and probably add a few more hours of your time into the change. So for me, I'm going with a rule of three. I want three options to be able to walk into that account with our current personal banker and talk to them and say, well, hey, these are all the rates I can get elsewhere. How can you help me? Can you do a better rate, do a better deal? And with the information I had, I was able to see instantly by just looking at one other institution that we could save almost 1% on the interest rate for our variable and similar again for the fixed. And they were like, like that, that's crazy. That That's potentially, and again, this numbers are still a work in progress for me in getting to understand it. But I know that if I can reduce those interest rates, it could be as much as you know, $50 a payment. And when I do understand and get the numbers, when we finally change, I know we're going to save money and that's what I'm excited about. And that's why I'm sharing. It's important to realize that you don't need to stay where you are unnecessarily. It's worthwhile. This is something I'm doing. This is not financial advice. This is advice you'd get from a friend. It's like, when's the last time you sat down and read through a contract in detail? And this is related to knowing interest rate, because if you can understand if there are any costs to break a contract and potentially refinance elsewhere, then you're armed with the information to know whether you need to stay where you are or not. And potentially if you can get a better interest rate somewhere else and there's no break fees or minimal break fees and that the savings you could make by moving and get a cheaper interest rate, it might be worth it to pay that couple of hundred dollars in break fee to be able to get a much cheaper interest rate. All of that means by doing your homework, there's more opportunity to have more money back in your pocket. And I find this so empowering, reading those terms and conditions. And it, it's something that I had done in my professional life. Like an interesting time I'd had, um, I work in digital marketing. And I had an incident with a client who handed me an SEO, a search engine optimization report. And if you're not in the, if you don't understand digital marketing, that's actually not the important point to this story. Just know that I got handed a report and the client asked me, because that's something I know about um, SEO, is this a good report? And I said back to him, do you think it's good? And he's like, well, no, you're the expert. You tell me. And I was like, well, you're the owner. That's your money. And he's like, oh. And that sent me down a path of educating him on what SEO was. That actually formed a foundation for the business that I run today. I get very passionate about education. So it makes sense to me to want to educate people more about what they know. They don't, no one needs to be an expert. 
I'm not about to become a banker or an accountant or a bookkeeper myself, but I need to be informed of what I'm doing with my own money. I need to be informed and understanding the risk. And whilst it's all well and good for accountants, bookkeepers, um, bankers, financial planners to all officially inform you and you can say, well, I understand. There's a difference between going there, fulfilling their obligation to making sure that you understand them and they've said, never essentially wrote a script to you and said, do you understand this? To you actively and not passively saying yes. What I mean by active is reading through every piece of documentation they give you, weighing up those numbers and then looking for options on how you can make it better and ask relevant questions that can help you be better. And the process I'm going through now is not about me, again, becoming a banker or a financial planner. It's more being an informed consumer by doing my own independent homework in addition to what they give me. Because the more I can independently do my research to be more informed, to ask more questions, I have not just more questions, but better quality questions. I have a better opportunity at being empowered with my own financial success. And that is the point I'm coming from. And that's no different to when I talk to someone about an SEO report. It's about the education, the additional education, the active interests that you take in your own responsibility for the money that you're spending or saving. Either way, it's making sure you are doing the best they can with you can with the information you have available to you. I'm excited at the opportunity to have more money back in our bank account by getting a better interest rate. And I will definitely be updating you after I've had that meeting with the bank. And as I do my homework, if I have any further insights, I'll make sure to include them in the podcast episode. So it can give you some insight on what you could be doing potentially for you as well in your circumstances. And I have to say, it's important. This is not about replacing professional advice because it's definitely not that, but rather giving you inspiration around my journey to prompt you to take more of an interest in your own financial journey as well. And in that process, when you've got more information to then go and talk to the professionals who are advising you, then I, I truly believe you end up with a better quality conversation when you can actually bring your research to the table and talk to them as well. And that I find exciting. So I want to know, are you having challenges around these things? Do you have any questions or insights that you could help me with as I go through the challenge of refinancing our home loan? Don't hesitate. The link is in the show notes. Send me a voicemail. Send me a voice message that will help me to understand what's going on with you. What question do you have? what insight can you provide around refinancing your home loan? 
I'm curious because that can actually help me and potentially anyone else listening as well. And if you want me to mention you in the podcast, let me know, stay anonymous. That's entirely up to you as well. The more I can help others through my experience and this wonderful podcast, it means that I have the opportunity to have a positive impact on other people's lives. And I love that. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to sharing with you a very, very special edition of the Adding Up podcast next week. I know an important part of my journey is to seek inspiration and motivation and support from people who are a few steps ahead of me in their debt-free money management journey. And next week is an extra special episode in talking with one of my business and money mentors that is the incredible Cliff Ravenscraft. He is someone who has a really interesting journey and story, which I look forward to sharing with you in the next episode. Till then, enjoy, make the most of what you have in money and in life.